Welcome to What's That About with Joel and Tina. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Woo-hoo. <laughs> back so, on the train again. Could have tried at least. Yeah. Yeah, two in a row is better than none in a row. Better better than none in a row. That's true. It's I true. mean, it could be like 30 years from the day that yeah. you're listening to this. Right. If so, hello from the past. Uh, and hello to the future. Hopefully uh, all is well. <laughs> As for us, uh, here we are, stuck in 2022. We, uh, the weather's oh. turned to fall. It's kind of nice. Oh, stuck is the right word, but okay. <laughs> we've had worse years. Been a, we've had, oh, that's, but that's not a rigging endorsement. <laughs> like 2019? Oh. But that was at the end of 2019. It was, no, it was the all of 2019. All of it? All yeah. Of it. All that was a, well, yeah, that was Anyway. <laughs> That all goes to say that we are uh, starting this up again and trying to be more consistent and uh, just getting back into the word. It's something we really enjoy to do and hopefully that comes through this podcast that this is something we actually enjoy a lot. Well, you know, I I was uh, reading something the other day and they're like, well, you can you know, listen more about this on their podcast. And I'm like, dang, everybody's got a podcast now. Man, even Joel and Tina got a podcast. <laughs> but we've had a podcast since people had podcasts. Well, literally, because we our first podcast was important here on like 14, 15 years ago. Right, so. so yeah, we yeah. on and off. Our problem has been consistency. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been our issue. So it's been around. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe you can find it on, in the Wayback Machine. Um, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know if I've looked to see like what's on the Wayback Machine uh-huh. for that. But uh-huh. anyway, so, we, we digress. Um, <laughs> so the the passage that we picked is from Second John. Ooh. And I would give you a chapter, but there are no chapter one. for for John. Second John. Ch- chapter one. <laughs> Second John is all chapter one. <laughs> well, regardless, chapter one, verse six, in fact. Yeah, it's Second John, verse six. There really is no chapter. It's just Second well, just John. Just in case you're looking it up, and let's say you want to look it up online, if you just put Second John, John six, six, it's going to say. Uh, I don't know what it will say. I didn't look for that. Got to do yeah. Second John one six. All right, so this is what it says. Yes, and you have which translation? I have the New Living Translation. Nice, good one. NLT. So, love means. Doing what God has commanded us. And he has commanded us to love one another. Just as you heard from the beginning. The beginning. Here is NASB. A little more literal. And this is love. That we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment. Just as you have heard from the beginning. That you should walk in it. That's right. That's that's NASB right there. You should walk in it. Yep. Yep. You should walk in it as you should walk in it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Any questions? Didn't think so. Right. Done. Are Good. you sure that you read the right verse? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. As you heard before, you should have heard this. And so here again, you better walk well, in it. The difference is uh, NLT from this is that NLT says, hey, uh, the command is to love one another. Here, it doesn't say what the command. It says according to his commandments, and this is the commandment. But then it doesn't say what it is. Whereas NLT says that that actual commandment is to love, and that's the only translation that says that because NIV doesn't say that. Um, what does NIV say? 
this is his command. Well, I, 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 I am wrong, actually. His command is that you should walk in his love. Um, on the NRSV says, this is the commandment you have heard from the beginning. You must walk in it. So to make a reference to what that commandment specifically is and the others to just say, hey, walk, you know what it is. Well, so I think that the key so within that is, is, is verse 5. Verse 5, yeah, which we don't have because we're looking at verse 6. So, so but verse 5 says, I'm, reminding, I'm uh, writing to remind you, dear yeah. friends, that yeah. we should love one another. This is not a new commandment, uh, yes. but one we've had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has gotcha. commanded us. Okay, and, he's and this commanded is love. us to love one another. So, of if we know anything about John, especially in his epistle letters, the pastoral letters, um, he loves talking about love. This is the love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us. And so, and and how many times does John say, "Beloved, let us love one another." Beloved. And so, John in first, third, first, second, and third John, he's always talking about love. I mean, he, I don't know what happened to him specifically in which he said to himself, this is what I have to talk about. But this is what he talks about in his pastoral well, letters. obviously so, he had an experience with God that yeah. involved love. There you go. It's a great explanation. <laughs> but I think that... But it's like the original commandment. Do you think that's what he's saying? So I think that if you were to go back and research this idea of love one another, that yeah. is one of the original... Like, it, it's from the beginning, you know? Yeah. Because um, even Jesus says, yeah. love the Lord your God yeah. and love your neighbor as yourself. There you, right. So, and, Do and, these two and you will live. Right. And that yeah. those aren't new. Like, when Jesus says those, right. he's not pulling them out of his pocket and like, ta-da! On a note yeah. card. By the way, this is something new for you. No, no. this is old. This is really this is, old. It's, it's original. It's original. Yeah. And so, but you still haven't got it. And so, and I think that that's kind of what John is saying too, that this commandment, love one another. Yeah. And he's also saying, so let's say you stumble with this idea of what it means to love God. Yeah. Well, then why don't you just love one another and that, that these things will take care of themselves. Hmm. You know, that the loving God is following God's commandments. What are God's commandments? To love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. And so loving your neighbor as yourself is that thing. Love one another. So what's the big deal? Why is it that we struggle with loving one another? Hmm. Well, I think part of it is that love is costly. Like real love costs us something. And sometimes we're not willing to pay that price. Um, it costs us occasionally what we want to do. It costs us uh, what others are asking of us. Real love is sacrificial. And that's, that's the thing about love itself is that it requires something of you. That you have to give. That matters. And so if you're not willing to give it, then that means that you can't love in that way that it, we're being called to love. Because this is about love of not ourselves. This is love of the other. And so think about all the relationships that you have. The relationships that you have, what makes them good versus what makes them difficult is the ones that make them, the ones that are good that we all think of, we, you have something that you give to that relationship. And the relationships that we struggle with somehow are uneven. 
meaning that maybe we give, but it's not given in return, or we don't give anything to it at all. Well, I don't even think that it's that we give and don't get anything in return. Okay. I think that the relationships that aren't good, and yeah. I'm using finger quotes, you can't see that, Ooh, I aren't see good, um, yeah. are actually relationships in which things are taken from you mm. without your will. Okay. So and That's not love, of course. Right. Like when right. someone takes something uh, from you. Yeah. Either like through yeah. force or through manipulation. Right. right. That's not love. No. Um, Even so, though some people call that love. So love right. has to be like a good relationship is when you freely give. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's a there's a difference between I lay down my life. Mm-hmm. I On lay, my own accord. I lay down my life. Right. Versus you pushed me down and walked over me. Right. There's a huge difference between right. those two things. And, it, and it's not about the position that you're in. Right. Because, uh, you know, and I have this story that I love. I love the story. Can I tell the story about the wife that had the rules? Do you remember the story? All right. Okay, so, go for so it. So there's a story that I love to tell, and I probably have told the story before. So there's a woman. She's married to a guy. He has all these rules for her. Like, you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. He demanded these things of her. They were required of her based on his rules, and she could not meet the expectations time and time again she failed to meet his requirements and his expectations that he laid out for her as rules so they separate she gets involved with somebody else he does not have demands of her in those regards like he doesn't have these rules for her yeah they love each other yeah and they give to each other freely Mm -hmm. within that love within that freedom that they have for each other she is able to provide for this new lover everything that was ever required of her by her old lover plus more and it all came down to demands when it was demanded of her she was unable to meet it but when she was allowed to give it freely she had an abundance because she didn't demand. have to right she because cho- she could choose to. she chose to right because there's a yeah. huge difference i mean like there's I don't know why, like we're so obstinate sometimes Mm. that if we choose to do something, we can get things done. And if we choose not to do something, then we just drag our feet on it and it never happens. Yeah. I think another reason why we maybe we struggle with this is because culture tells us all these different things about what love is and what love isn't. Well, I mean, what is it like? Love means never having to say you're sorry. That's not love. What the hell is that? Right. I mean, that's not oh, love. Sorry, I should beep that. What the beep is that? Too late. It's already on tape. <laughs> it's not tape anymore. I know. <laughs> but, but you see what I mean there? And that's just one example on the top of my head of there's all these things about, uh, about love that is just really either fundamentally not true or is slightly true that it appears that you can run with it and you're never meant to and so you know we look at this scripture and this scripture brings us back to god's commands to love and so when we talk about love it's got to be from how god has shown us love because if we can see that then we can understand what love really is how do we know about love? Because God loves us. And how does God loves us? God has given himself to us. God has died for us. God has done all these things. That is love. Well, God chose us. I mean, and, and like that's the yeah, beginning of the story. Why would God choose us? Why in the world would God choose us? Because 
God loves us. That's it. There is no other reason. Like, he doesn't choose us because we're super cool. We're not. He doesn't choose us because we're super good. Nope. He doesn't choose us because we can offer him anything. Nope. God just chooses us. And and in fact, God shows that over and over again by specifically picking the smallest, the least likely, the the most stubborn, (laughs) the most unexpected, one of my favorite characters, uh... Uh, from from the Old Testament is over and over again. Uh, Gideon, who just is the smallest person in the smallest tribe, who is unsure of himself, and God says, hey, listen, I picked you not because you can do it. I picked you because you clearly can't. And I want everyone to know that. I don't want there to be any mistake here that you're not strong enough You're because you're not. Right, and so I think that there's also a sense within that that you will not be able to love one another without God's help. Absolutely not. I mean, you can get so far, but like you might be able to love one person. You might be able to love like if they love you back. Right. You might be able to love people that you create. Right. Uh, you know, like your children. You might be able if to they love, love you back. If you know the but you know beyond that. Who like maybe That's a friend, maybe a friend or two that you'll love if they love you back. If so, or if you have the love of God, and if you then have it doesn't the matter if, if you have you the love of God, then you can love everybody. Like you can right. love the clerk at the grocery store, or you yeah. can love the jerk that's behind you on the road that's oh, like tailgating you. Now we're talking. You can love like the neighbor that yeah. like mows their lawn at midnight. Who and, does that? Yeah, well, neighbors. Um, yeah, we actually had one. Yeah, so uh, that's so, out of experience. You know, there right. you can love people that appear to be unlovable. You can. And and that's that's the word there appears to be or that gives you nothing in return. But that you're able to love them simply because God has shown you the way. That's where God is required. Well, and then, because anyone can love anyone who loves them back. Right. Jesus talks about that. Because then hey, look, that's no credit exchange. To you. Like, right. You know. There's an equal exchange. But in order to really be loving, it means that we're loving people who don't love us. We're loving people who are difficult. We love people who hurt us. How do we do that? We do that because God allows us to. Well, and it's through an over, like it's an overflow right. of God. And that because we can't fill ourselves in that way. Right. Um, if, if we are vessels for, for God and for God's spirit, we can't access that except by God giving it to us. Well, and even... There's uh, not like a, a vending machine that we can buy. One, one of the things that like you and I have, have talked about over the years off and on is love tank, which is a yeah. word that's utilized yeah. within the five love languages. Sure. How, and even within that, it's like... How's your love tank? How's your love tank? Yeah. And... It's you can't fill your own love tank. Like you know, we talk. There's a lot about going no, you, on in the culture, like no, self care and self love. Right. But you can't fill your own love tank. Right. You know, there's only so much self love that you can give yourself. Well, before the reality is, if we're fully self aware, we recognize that that we're aware of where we fall short, and we become aware of where 
we need to be filled and how other people can fill us. Well, how God is the one who ultimately right. fills us to overflow. Right. I think that there's an understanding. Like if you have this cup yeah. and what you're trying to do is to fill it up by yourself, oh, you'll, yeah. you'll only get so far. If you're only trying to fill it up with yourself and with the love of mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. you'll only get mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. But if you try to fill it first with God's love, yeah. it will overflow. Mm-hmm. And then all these other things will just be like... All these things will fall you know, Cherries on top is basically. Yeah. that. There's just like, oh, well, that's yeah. nice. Like it, it doesn't become a requirement. So your love for others has no expectation of their response back to you if yeah if you love if love yeah. god is filling your love tank and here's the cool thing then since this is like an original commandment if we start to get that right then all these other things will begin to fall into place like all these other struggles that we might have about life will begin to be taken care of if we can get this right right like if you look at the 10 commandments um if you can get that right then you're yeah. not going to have to worry about you know, disrespecting your parents. Right. You're not going to have to worry about uh, coveting, coveting, stealing, or, or adultery, murder, stealing, lying. Yeah, you're not going to have to worry about no. those things because those things are just going to be like, what? Why would I do that? They'll take care of themselves. Right. Yeah, and that's so. That's the really cool thing about this passage is that it, this is an original commandment from the beginning, and um, but the hard part is we don't have it right, and that's why we struggle. So get back to the beginning. Go back to the start of everything. Uh, it's an attempt to get back to the Garden of Eden with God. It's an attempt to return to our first love, as was the accusation and revelation. Um, and that's where we go astray. So this is a great commandment to get us back into the middle of our faith. Great. Well, thanks for coming with us, guys. Woo! Uh, we hope that you find Second John. It's all the way at the end. Yeah. Before Third John. Yes, right. That's how you know you've gone too far. Is Third John? If you yeah. hit, if you hit Revelation, turn around. Yeah. But not much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's like go. <clears throat> just blow on it a little, and, and, and the page should turn to the right spot. All right. Well, we love you guys. Hope you're all doing well. Hey, take care. Bye.